there, it's Amy McDonald here, yoga business coach. Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast, where we talk all things yoga nerdy and yoga business. If you are looking to grow your yoga beers this year, please check out my signature program that is enrolling now. Think of it as the teacher training for your yoga business, amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga beers. Now on to today's podcast. All right, so I want to talk today about, we spent yesterday doing a whole bunch of like nuts and boltsy stuff, skills, toolbox, Um, and so I want to flip it back out to think bigger picture because one of the things that you get here that's difficult to find when you get home is the encouragement to really think very big. And, and, and as much as the temptation can be to stay right down in the detail, we have time for that in the afternoon. We, I think we've covered like two thirds of the things, the skills that you put on the whiteboard at the start. And now actually what I want to do is challenge you to really think way, way, way bigger. And, and fist bump. Um, and so what we're going to do is some big picture thinking, some really dreaming thinking on one condition. And the condition is this, uh, like, I want you to go for it and think really big and I'll, I'll work you through that process so that you get there. But here's the point. What I don't want is that for you to spend this time creating a beautiful vision for yourself and what's possible and going, yeah, I am worth it. And I am going to make more and I can do the thing and I can have my Svadharma only to go home and then just go back to same old, same old. Like if you're going to dream it up here, you must commit to making it happen. Otherwise, it's just like empty carbs. You know, it's like Chinese food. Tastes good and you're hungry after an hour and, you know, it's gone. So I want you to actually commit to being awesome, to having a life that you totally love, to deciding that, Whatever you put down in this exercise is actually going to become your reality in a fairly succinct period of time. So back when I was, um, you know, in a corporate job, it was a good corporate job. I had great people who worked for me, lovely team doing important work, good money, car, benefits, 10 minutes bike ride from my house, couldn't fire me if they tried, good job. My boss was a moron and... Um, but you know, you can handle that. We all know, we all worked for a moron. You know how you learn how to manage them, right? Um, there's actually nothing wrong with that. Teaching yoga a couple of nights a week, doing a retreat here and there, doing a bit of private coaching on the side. Very nice. Um, very nice. And I think all of us are kind of in our own, your own version of very nice. There's nothing wrong with it. It's quite nice, the lives that we have, right? The lives that you have. And I think that is the most dangerous place that you can be. Like you've got the wolf at the door. If shit is about to go very bad, very fast, you will not fuck around. You will go make the changes that you need. But if everything's kind of like, ah, good, then it's much, much harder to be motivated to make radical change. And it can feel a whole lot scarier because it feels like you've got more to lose. Nothing to lose go take radical action, but something to lose. Now we're into risk management. But I think that 
What is so much scarier is the possibility that you actually live an unlived life. That if you get to the end and it's like, you know, I could have, I could have done different there. I could have, I wish I had tried a bit more there. Or I think I had more to give in this way. Or I kind of got bored with myself for those 10 years. That stuff's devo. We never regret the things that we did. We regret the things that we didn't do. Do you, do you have like, think about it. if there's something you regret in your life, it's probably the thing that you didn't do. Like I should have stayed and worked at that backpackers and shagged my Californian firefighter girlfriend for years. Like why didn't I do that? Because I had to better go back and start university. Big, I regret that. That would have been fun. It's the stuff that you don't do that you regret. So we're going to talk about goals. We're going to talk about going for it. And we're going to be coming again from the perspective of this guy. Shiva, he, I mean, he was fierce. The stories of Shiva are fierce. He was, if he was going to do something, he was going to do it a hundred percent. And we see this in Shiva encoded behavior, AKA men. Like, you know, they're the, they're the, you see, I go to a lot of um, business development sort of workshops and you should see the guys there you know, you got the, it's the small ones and you get the names. Say, hi, my name's Amy. And you go do the thing and you're meeting her. And, um, you know, hi, what do you do? And there's like six guys in the room say, oh, I've, I've, I'm an app developer. And it's like they've just invented like Airbnb, you know, the way they talk about their businesses. And they say, what do you do? I say, oh, you know, I'm a yoga coach or a business. And, and then they, they just go on and on. Like, blah, 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 blah. And then they say, so how much was your turnover? And I say, you know, 350,000. And they look at me like, what? <laughs> because they're big app, me, me, me. We're not actually making any money yet and they're still living with their parents. But they're still backing themselves a thousand percent. Whereas we're like, oh, me? Oh, you know, I do a bit of like business consulting for yoga teachers, you know? So... I want us to take more of that shivering coded enthusiasm, passion, commitment, and absolutely backing yourself so that what you desire, the dream life, I think that phrase is fucked. You don't want a dream life. You want a real life and it gets to be awesome. You figure it out and then you go make it happen, right? And that takes a decision, scary as it is. When, you, when life is quite good, it's much scarier to blow it up. But if you got to the end and went, oh, you know, I had, a, you know, I had a bit of a sagging middle there. Start was good, the end was all right, but the middle bit was a bit, yeah, terrible, terrible. So in this, the story that came to mind for me when I was thinking about how do we convey this teaching is the story of Shiva taking the form of a monkey in order to uh, contribute to the bigger picture. So... Quickly, Ramayana recap. Ramayana starts with very bad demon, raping and pillaging and doing very, very bad things. Like really weird things too. Like, like everybody who was kind of in his family, they would go to um, holy, the, where the holy men would be practicing doing all of their rituals and like throw down intestines and urine and shit and like gore. And then they'd run away. It was kind of like their thing. Like... Just like gore bombing <laughs> religious grounds and then pissing off, and it was happening everywhere, and people were starting to get pissed off, and it was bad. And anyway, the gods um, they knew that it was going to get worse than just legs and arms and entrails getting thrown. Um, so they knew they had to do something about this bad guy, Ravana, and his cohort. Except, duh, 
Brahma, as he was wont to do, gave this guy a boon. He'd done a lot of yoga. He gave him a gift. Forgot to say, hey, you all right? You know, is this a good, you're a good guy? Because I don't want to give a gift to a bad guy. Didn't ask, just gave him the gift anyway. And the gift, of course, that he asked for was immortality. It's what they all want. But he was specific and he says immortality from the gods. So Ravana doing some bad stuff. All of his family's got this horrible sister. She's doing bad stuff. They're all doing bad stuff. Um, and the gods are like, man, we need to figure this out, but we can't kill him because he's immortal. That was our bad. What are we going to do? So uh, they decide that one of them is going to go down to the manifest realm as a prince and save the day, kill the demon. And this is what becomes the Ramayana, the story of Ram killing the demon. Uh, you know, it's Vishnu, by the way, Vishnu, one of the avatars of Vishnu. So that's that. So all of that's starting to happen and it's beautifully, you know, intertwined the way that the humans interplay with the gods and it all comes together. It's fantastic. Like the, talk about if you're into like uh, plot development, great. The way that it weaves together. But, uh, and, and, but what was going on was, was Shiva was um, hanging out, you know, with his, with his lady and they're watching all of this start to happen and he, he wanted to be a part of the action. He wanted to make a difference. But he couldn't just go down as himself because that he would have no impact. Ravana was immune to the gods uh, because of this stupid boon. And so he's, so he's trying to troubleshoot with poverty, like how, what's the workaround? How are we going to figure this one out? Because he really wanted to spend time with Ram. Ram was an inspirational man. You know those sorts of people that you just want to be around them because they make you feel positive and they make you want to be a better person. And he was feeling like that. He wanted to just get in the game and help out. And so he said to, he said to Parvati, well, what about if I go down as a Brahmin? You know, I could, I could, I could be a holy man and I could help out that way and, and maybe I could also fight. And she's like, well, you know, I love you, but that's seriously not going to work because you'll have all of these rituals to do. You'll have to stay really busy if you go down as a Brahmin. There'll be a whole bunch of things that you won't be able to be a part of. You'll have to take all your, like, Brahmin swag so you can do all your stuff. You're not going to be able to go camping with the guys in the forest. Probably not a great idea. So he thinks about it a bit more and he says, well, how's about this? What about if I went down as like a monkey? Because then I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have to take any stuff. I could live off berries. I could just kind of, you know, I could, I could participate because um, the, uh, the, there's a, already a whole bunch of monkeys involved um, and that, that probably wouldn't mind me joining. And, um, and, and I wouldn't be a threat to Ram because he's a human and I'm a monkey. So I could really help him, but he wouldn't feel intimidated by me. And Parvati said, you know what, I think that's a good idea. And so that's where we have Haman because Shiva decided that he needed to play a role in this and that was his workaround. Unlikely, you're God, do whatever you like, you're hot as hell. That's one of the attributes I love about Shiva. But he decided, well, how am I going to get a solution to this kind of complex situation? Ah, I'm going to mastermind it with someone that I trust, come up with something that's a bit sideways but works and go make it happen. So today the emphasis of what we're going to be talking about and working on is what's the big goal? What do you want to do? What is your epic battle out in front of you, aka your life? We're going to do that and then we're going to take a break and then we're going to look at what is the workaround or what are the steps that need to be taken so that you can access that reality. Because like I said, I'm not at all available for this big, beautiful, like barved up love fest of ideas and, oh, look, there's me and I only work a half a day a year and I, there's my butler fanning me with a palm frond and, you know, whatever. Um, 
there's my abs. My there's my <laughs> And then you just go back to like, yeah, I hate Facebook ads and I'm so busy and I'm cooking all the meals for my adult children. Like we need to do something to make this difference. So when you think about your dream life, if you're not ready to seriously go bonko nuts and blow it up, don't create some kind of future for yourself that you actually don't have the, not only just the guts for it, but actually the, I mean, if you, if you really had the desire for it, you would make it happen. So, you know, manage your expectation of yourself. I want you to make this scary exciting and also achievable if, like Shiva does, you are prepared to come up with some weird and wacky ideas in order to achieve your goals. Cool? Excellent. Come up and get a piece of paper. Hey, folks, it's Amy here. I hope you enjoyed that little bit of Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat today. We've really been looking at overall goals and thinking bigger picture. And as you can see, I'm not pulling any punches with the ladies on retreat with me here. Hey, a bunch of you have been asking, can dudes come on this retreat too? You better believe it. Yes to awesome yoga teaching men in our industry. Yes. Sign up. Come next time. Hey, tomorrow we are going to be looking at uh, business planning. Don't roll your eyes. It gets to be awesome. And a little bit more uh, booyah, pumping up your tires. I hope you're enjoying these little uh, snippets from the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat. If you are, subscribe to this podcast and leave me a review. That would be so cool. I'd be super, super grateful. Um, And I'll pass on your love to all of the yoginis who are here on retreat with me. I'm sure they would love to hear from you as well. Hey, if you're having FOMO because you haven't been on retreat yet, come hang out with me in Melbourne, Perth, Sydney or Brisbane. We still have tickets left for all of those locations. We get started on the 31st in Melbourne, following Sunday in Perth, and then the next week in Brisbane and Mel- uh, sorry, Brisbane and Sydney. Super fun day. Some of the people who are here on retreat are going to be there too. It's like the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat, all stars. It's going to be awesome. If you're enjoying the content I'm sharing on these retreat-based podcasts, you'll love spending a day with me and a bunch of other cool folks an abundant yoga teacher immersion in your city, check out amymcdonald.com.au forward slash yoga teacher immersions. Like I said, I'll be back again tomorrow with another micro training from retreat. Take care, everybody. Talk soon. Well, there you have it, folks. Another abundant yoga teacher podcast. I hope you thought it was ace. I kind of did. Again, if you're looking to grow your yoga business this year, I lovingly invite you to check out my six-month group training program, Growing Your Yoga Biz. You can find it at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga biz. Till next time.